Welcome to the Strong Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, mom, exercise physiologist, and pre- and postnatal fitness expert. This show is all about helping you navigate your pregnancy and postpartum journey with more strength, energy, and ease. Each week, pull up a seat for a new topic that will empower you to feel strong, capable, and confident while supporting your body through all the changes of the motherhood journey. Just a reminder that the information on this show is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. Please speak to your medical provider for all things related to your health care. I'm honored and excited to be a part of your health journey into motherhood. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Strong Mama podcast. Today is a very exciting day. We have a guest on the show. Um, today we have Mark here from Training Strong Women. He trains women to get stronger, of course. So we are going to talk about a really fun topic that overlaps with both of our audiences. Whether you are an expecting mom or you are already a mom, we are going to talk about why lifting weights is important, specifically strength training and making yourself stronger for motherhood in this phase of life, which is super demanding mentally, physically, all the above. So Mark has worked with moms, I've worked with moms, and we're just going to share ideas today, share thoughts, share some helpful tips that will hopefully make your journey into motherhood or journey of motherhood more powerful and give you so much more confidence as you enter this phase of life. So I'm going to go ahead and let Mark go ahead and introduce himself. Welcome to the show, Mark. Yeah, thanks for having me. So yeah, uh, I mean, you did a great introduction there. My name is Mark. Um, I'm at Training Strong Women on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and I really just help women become stronger, um, usually with like starting their strength training journey, whether that's before they have kids, after they have kids, um, really just focused on like, what are the exercises they should be doing at like their strength level and kind of getting them into strength training, which tends to be more of a challenge for a lot of people, just because when you compare it to something like um, yoga classes or group fitness, things like that, there's a little bit more to learn with strength training, um, but it's super rewarding and there's a lot of benefits, which like I'm sure we'll talk about today. Um, but yeah, I'm just uh, happy to be here. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for being here. We have put together a list of seven, I think seven key points today and seven key reasons that we believe that moms should lift weights. So without further ado, I think we should just dive in. We'll each take, take turns introducing the topics and just go ahead and talk about each one and see what comes up and have a, a really fun conversation. So Mark, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with the first one? Yeah, so the first one on our list is like the feeling of being strong. So I think this is like pretty underrated and I think it's hard to understand how valuable it is until you actually have it. Um, being able to lift heavy things, there's like a very, you know, it's it's very physical in a very like positive way. Like you can feel very accomplished. Most of the women that I work with who are new to lifting are very unaware of how strong they can become and especially in like a, such a short period of time where um, I will work with women who like never lifted in their life and will be able to like deadlift their body weight in like three months. And for that's something that they don't normally expect. And even when I tell them that like that's like a realistic goal, um, there's kind of a part of them that's like, nah, that's probably not what can happen. Not 
That's not what is going to happen with me. Um, and it ends up being the case. And that's really cool because you end up like proving yourself wrong in a very like positive way. And then you kind of realize like, you know, what else can you do that you maybe underestimated yourself for? And that's like what the feeling of being strong is about is like, you know, it's not just being able to pick up heavy things now, which like has value in itself, but also just being able to realize that you were more comp you can accomplish more than you thought you were and i think like as like a mom that's like a very valuable skill to have yeah, yeah i totally agree with all of that and how my question here for you and then i can share a little bit of my thoughts too but how do you feel or how do you how do you think the feeling of being strong like translates into their daily life yeah so i think in a lot of things that we do in life Sometimes it's hard to tell if we're like improving or not just because they're subjective or they're like there's like some self bias there, or maybe some self doubt on like even when you do get better, like maybe you underplay it. I think the nice thing about feeling strong or realizing that you're getting stronger is that it's hard not to see that you're improving where it's like if you were lifting an exercise for 10 pounds and now you're lifting an exercise for 50 pounds, it's hard to not realize that you're getting stronger because the weight kind of keeps up with your new strength and i think it's a very valuable place to like build that self-confidence for life because it takes away a lot of the like maybe the self-bias that you have that works against you um so i think for that day-to-day -day life um makes you realize you're capable of more than you thought you were which is awesome and then also for like day-to-day -day life um, moms lift all the time. It's just, you know, it's just things like furniture or kids or, you know, like backpacks or whatever it might be. Like you're, you're going to be lifting things in your day-to-day -day life. Um, getting stronger at that is just going to benefit you in life. It's going to make those tasks less exhausting. It's going to make, you know, we're kind of jumping into like some other points that we're coming into here, <laughs> but there's, you know, it's just, it is going to be a skill set that if you build it, that it will benefit like just your, your day-to-day -day life. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I think that is true. Like we're always lifting and like just having that inner confidence helps you realize that there's probably so much more that you are capable of. And you touched on that too, and we'll touch on it later. So I won't give too much away, but why strong? Like, why did you choose to focus on like your business and who you help on strength versus skinny or lean or those other like buzzwords in the industry like why is strong so important so important Great. yeah so this is a much larger question than maybe you expected but uh for myself um i think strength training does a lot of what weight loss or aesthetics training pretends to do um, I think when we look at like, I have like what's known as like a weight neutral approach to training, which means that like, I really just focus on the strength. I don't focus on weight loss. I don't focus on how you're supposed to look or like whatever that like might be. Um, mostly because the weight loss aesthetics journey, I think, you know, what we look like, a lot of that is just honestly out of our control. There's like a bunch of reasons that we can like go into where like saying you're going to be a certain size has some like limitations to it that like we can't really guarantee that as coaches like maybe it'll happen maybe it won't um in terms of like aesthetics you know aesthetics change all the time our bodies change all the time like they're going to like it's very rare that someone at the age of 21 is going to look like that until they're 41 51 61. um so it kind of like 
it's a short-term plan at best. And for me, strength training like has a long-term benefit. Like it is going to help you now. It is going to help you in the future. It is going to be something that will benefit you. Being strong is not going to hinder your life. Like that's pretty rare. Um, and the, the focus on aesthetics, I think is like, it's kind of flawed in the sense that like, we can't really choose how we look. There's just like too many factors outside of that. And also like anybody who's like over the age of 35 is going to know this is that like the focus on it, like what is the ideal aesthetic changes pretty regularly in life. Like that's like, like the, the look of 2005 is not the look of like what it is now. Like that's going to change. Like the look in 2035 is going to be different than what it is now. Um, so imagine like you've been training 10 years for a certain look only for the world to say like, oh, by the way, we don't care about that anymore. We actually care about this look. Um, and I think like, that's very frustrating. Like imagine, you know, um, imagine all the years of training that you did only for it to like, actually, we don't care about that anymore. Um, and so my focus on strength is like, I think the things that are promised in weight loss and aesthetics actually happen in strength training in like a different way. And it's just like, it's more realistic, both like in the short term and long term. Um, I've done full episodes on this question, so I'm going to like <laughs> pause there. Um, but um, I, yeah, that that's kind of like the, my short answer on like why I've decided to focus on strength. Yeah. I love that. And that's also super true for like the pregnancy and postpartum space, because like if we are trying to go for aesthetics when our body is going through so many physical changes internally, externally in the pregnancy and postpartum space, like there's just, we just, there's only so much we can control, right? There's genetics, there's obviously the factors that play that's going on in pregnancy and postpartum and just that feeling of being strong and strength training and all of that translates so much to the daily life um, mm -hmm. that you just, you can't deny it. So, all right. Yeah. And I think like, what's gonna like, just add on to that is like, you know, when you're having a kid or like your postpartum, like what are, what, what are the things that like truly matter to your day-to-day -day life? Like it, it's going to be like your body's strength, like it's functionality. Like, you know, it's not going to be like, well, like, am I bikini ready six months in to pregnancy? Like, almost for sure not like, like they, those things just like like it's, it really just like doesn't matter um and we just there's so many more important things to focus on in that time yeah 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 absolutely good all right so that was number one feeling of being strong number two reason why mom should lift weights uh is that it assists with postpartum recovery so this one might be a little more in my wheelhouse, you've probably trained women right after having babies too, potentially. But like my main things here is that strength training, when I work with a, a postnatal mama who's just getting back to fitness, maybe she was just cleared by her doctor, like strength training is the first thing that we do. Like strength mm -hmm. is the foundation for anything else you wanna do. Like I know that at that six week postpartum appointment, typically we're cleared by our doctor for physical activity and like that really doesn't mean what we think it means it doesn't mean go out and have a run and do a hit workout and take these group fitness classes like our body is just not ready for that yet and that is like a recipe for injury mm -hmm. and potentially like lifelong chronic injuries so it's so important to like just be gentle with ourselves and rebuild 
the muscle groups that were affected by by pregnancy and birth and being somewhat sedentary in that early postpartum phase. So it is the first step that 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 I work on with clients. Um, and when done with proper form, it can also be super supportive for the core and pelvic floor, which are highly affected by pregnancy and birth. So when we are focusing on our breath, we're focusing on our movement, we're rebuilding slowly from the ground up, then we're, we set ourselves up for success for like anything else that we want to do. Like if you're a runner and you want to like get back into that eventually and over time and feel good while you're doing that, you need to have a base of strength first. And that includes lifting weights. Um, and then even like HIIT workouts, if you like interval training and HIIT and jumping and high impact stuff, like again, strength training is is where it all starts. So that is my case for, for postpartum recovery. Yeah, yeah, I think it's what you said there was really important is that it's not, um, when you're cleared for exercise, you're not cleared for all exercise. Like that I think is like, it's like is but you and you can get back to what you were doing before like i think that's also important it's not that like you have the kid and then like oh you can never do that training again it's like you can but like you're gonna have to do some strength training at least initially if only to get your body ready to do the things that it used to like doing like running or hit training etc yeah for sure because even even so like in in pregnancy, we have like a new hormone in our body, and then that is still with us typically in postpartum for several months. The hormone relaxin that actually softens and relaxes your joints. And if that is still like pumping in your body throughout postpartum and you're getting back to this like high impact activity or even like heavy strength stuff too early, that potentially just poses a risk for injury and just like not feeling good in day to day life for that. So Building that base of strength first is is super, super important. So yeah. yeah, all right, let's go ahead and move on, Mark. Go ahead and take the next one. Yeah, so our third point we had was keeping up with your kids. Um, so it's gonna be an obvious statement, but kids get heavier as they get older. Um, and you know, you wanna be able to keep up with them if you wanna be able to, you know, pick up your kids or like move them around where you wanna move them around, like they're gonna get heavier so you have to get stronger over time if you want to like keep doing that if you want to you know be able to play with your kids without feeling exhausted if you want to be able to like you know put them on your lap or pick them up front you know to your shoulder like these are all going to be things that like strength training is just going to benefit it's just going to help like very directly um and you know i've noticed this with like i've worked with a lot of like newer moms and like they'll say that like the strength training they've noticed that like a lot of those activities with the kids have gotten easier um with the strength training so like that you know that i would say like that's like a really big benefit and that benefit continues on as they get older if you want to be able to you know go on with go you know on hikes with them if you want to be able to like you know go skiing or like whatever activities like you and your kids like do being strong is just gonna benefit that for sure yeah yeah it opens up so many doors for those adventures. I like that, that point, but like, yeah, like from the time your kid is born, they are like motherhood is a demanding sport. <laughs> I like yeah. to say like when your, your baby is young, you know, you're picking them up, you're putting them down, you're carrying them around. And then of course they get heavier. Um, and then when they're of the more mobile age and they're able to walk around and do things and do activities, like it just opens up the door for you to have so much more fun with them. So 
in the moms that you have worked with, do you find that to be like a, like a big goal of theirs? Or is that kind of like an unexpected side effect to keep up with their kids? Um, I do work with moms who want to be able to keep up with their kids. Um, I think that that's like definitely a thing that shows up. Sometimes it's just for themselves when they just want to feel strong. And like, I think that has value in itself because, you know, as like motherhood, like you prioritize other people, especially your kids a lot more than yourself. So sometimes the strength training is really about like your own meat time. And like that is valuable in and of itself. Um, but yeah, like being able to like, you know, I, I talk to a lot of moms who want to be able to like go on hikes with their kids. They want to be able to like, you know, do certain activities or they've noticed maybe the opposite or the other side of the coin of that, where like they notice when they do things with their kids that they keep getting hurt or that like it's more strenuous than they expected. And then the strength training is really about making sure that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, definitely. It's like a very common, very common goal I have with like the women that I work with, especially if they're like a new mom with their like firstborn kid. Like that's also, I would say is like pretty common. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What movements do you try to program in for women in that phase of life? Like, what do you consider are like the most effective movements for keeping up with your kid? Now, are we talking like new moms? Like, let's say like six months after the kid is born? Like, I, yeah, it kind of depends on the age. Yeah, let's go with, let's go with that, like within the first year. Within like the first year. Okay, so I think like, so one, making sure that there's like no complications, like there's no like diastasis recti, there's no like, you know, pelvic floor is somewhat okay or somewhat recover to some degree. If that isn't, then that ends up kind of being the priority. Um, because if you don't focus on that, like there could be other issues that come up later. Um, I think there's no like, this is the exercise that all of them do. But there is kind of like a, okay, we're just getting you back into training. Even if you were super strong before, um, if you haven't been training while you were pregnant or like after, which does happen sometimes, that going easier to start off with, at least for those like first few weeks, just to see like where you're at and get like a good baseline and make sure that there's no exercises that um, are now challenging that didn't used to be challenging. And then kind of increasing you know, the intensity as like time goes on and we know that you're fine for those exercises. Um, in terms of exercises themselves, um, I mean, like I'm always a big fan of like major movements, things like, you know, squats, deadlifts, push pulls. Like, I think those are always, you know, carries I think are really valuable. Um, now, when I say like, you know, this doesn't necessarily mean with a barbell, I wouldn't exclude it like out of hand, but like, you know, when I say squat, I don't mean like, a barbell squat like at a gym with like 300 pounds or whatever like it can also be with a dumbbell it can be a split squat like there's many you know variations you can do and if you're a person who prefers working with dumbbells like those squats also have a ton of value and can also be used yeah yeah absolutely i'm all about the fundamentals as well and like those basic core movements and then mm -hmm. coming up with like fun variations off of there if you want but like those are certainly the staples that that helps so much. And that kind of leads into the next point, which is what I call ADLs of motherhood. So the next reason we believe mom should lift weights is ADLs of motherhood, which is activities of daily life. So if you are a mom already, you know what I'm talking about. If you aren't and you're expecting to become one, like this is kind of what you're in for is just a, a lot of a lot of movement. Um, 
And it's going to change. Of course, we've talked about that a little bit already, but it's going to change. And these movements and demands on your body are going to change throughout motherhood as your child gets bigger. Um, but things like carrying the groceries and things like picking now my toddler up. Um, but when he was a baby, like I was super thrown off by like the amount of times I would have to hinge over. So like think about performing a deadlift on repeat, <laughs> like yeah. bending over to like set him down in his crib or pick him up or bending over to change the diaper or picking him up off the floor. Like it is a constant game of like hinges all day. So like deadlifts are so important, I feel. But just accomplishing those ADLs of motherhood without pain, without exhaustion, this kind of goes off of the last one a little bit. Um, but even just like carrying the car seat, like those are super awkward. Like you're carrying, what, 15 plus pounds on one side of your body. And of course that weight gets bigger. So just making sure your body is strong and like prepared to take on those movements, especially in the early phases and beyond is super super helpful yeah absolutely i think it's like and also like being a mother is like stressful enough it gets even more stressful if you're like doing that in pain or you're like constantly tired from the movements so if you can like reduce that stress like that's just you know it's only going to make the whole process better yeah yeah so something i like to do with clients that i train like in the prenatal phase and even like in the postnatals is of course important too but you can even start it in pregnancy is just mimicking the daily movements that you'll be doing postpartum. So I had mentioned a couple already. It's just that like hinge, like bending over with really good form. So like deadlifts and like when you're feeding your baby, you're sitting down, then you're standing up. So doing squats and practicing really good form of getting in and out of a chair. Um, getting up off the floor is another really good one um, because we're constantly on the floor, whether baby is playing or toddler or whatnot, but just like being able to transition from the floor up with really good form, potentially adding weight to that. So those are all really, really supportive exercises that we can be practicing to prepare ourselves for postpartum and motherhood and beyond and like those activities of daily life. So yeah, absolutely. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't agree more. Awesome. All right, let's move on. Go ahead and take the next one. Yeah. So stress relief, I kind of mentioned this a little bit, but like stress relief is pretty important. Um, your mom, you're busy, you're exhausted, you're stressed out. Like these are, you know, very common things that exist. And like, it's good to have at least some time to yourself, even if that's like 15 minutes while the kid's sleeping or like, you know, whatever it might be in that, like having some kind of stress relief, I think is really valuable. I think strength training does like a really good job of that. What's nice about strength training is it can kind of be as long as you want it to be. Um, it doesn't need to be like an hour long or two hours long or like anything along those lines is that like, you know, if you have dumbbells or bands at home, like you can get a quick workout in while the kid's sleeping, you're making time for yourself, you're kind of breaking up the day. And it can kind of be just like a moment that you don't have to worry about, you know, someone else or whatever they're doing that it gives you like, okay, well, this is this is my time, like this is my little space. Um, so I think strength training is really beneficial for that just to give yourself like, just that time to de-stress and focus on something else that like isn't maybe like your new child or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, I love that, and I, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. It is a stressful task, motherhood, um, and I liked your point about the length of the strength workout because I feel like a lot of times, like, 
women, moms, we can be kind of turned off by strength because mm-hmm. like we feel like we need to be in the gym for an hour or we need to go to a gym or we need to have a whole bunch of equipment. But you're right, like you can use what you have access to, whether that's your body weight, bands, dumbbells in your living room, and just like take advantage of the small pockets. And you know, if that means your child is just like playing happily on the floor and you can get in three sets of like squats next to Mm -hmm. them, like, you know, it all adds up over time and we can really undervalue those pockets of time um, that can really add up in the stress relief bank um, and give you that time to yourself. So I love that you mentioned time to yourself because that's not something that we really give ourselves. So giving yourself that gift can also just benefit in so much, so much stress relief and so much mental freedom. Yeah. And it's also just like helps with burnout too, because if you don't make that time for yourself, like that's also, you know, it just like this, the stress just piles up and it never goes down. And then eventually, you know, you get, you kind of like, you just get burnout and that, you know, even just having that 15 minutes to yourself will just help to make sure that doesn't happen or like at a minimum delays it because just because you're, you're doing something on the other side of the scale that isn't, you know, stressing you out. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So what would you tell a client or a mom who is like, I want to lift more, I want to strength train more, but I feel like I'm too stressed and too busy. Like what would kind of be a suggestion that you would have for them? Yeah. So there's, you know, we, we really have to dive into like, what is stressing the matter? Like what is their day looking like? Um, as some like universal tips that seems to help. A couple things that we could do would just be to like see like okay when is your kid sleeping like maybe we can go into time there or like maybe something that they can do before the kid wakes up or after your child goes to sleep like some of those options as well um i think home gyms are really beneficial for new moms just from like a time standpoint where maybe you don't have time to drive 20 minutes to the gym and then get changed and then do the hour workout and then like come back 20 minutes. And then, you know, your, your, the amount of time you spend ends up being a lot larger when you go to a gym where having some weights at home and having some bands at home just like shortens that time by a lot. And then it also can be, you know, half a workout is still a workout. I think is also something worth noticing is that, just because you didn't get to all the exercises doesn't mean that it was like a waste of time. Like, you know, if your time is cut short for whatever reason that like, you know, if you got a couple exercises in like that still counts, like that's still something that will benefit you. Um, so I think like, you know, maybe some time management and just like figuring out like, okay. And then being okay with like being imperfect, I think will go a long way. Um, yeah. And then I think home gyms do benefit a lot of like new moms if only just from like a time perspective. Yeah, for sure. I think those work hand in hand because like just having that easy accessibility from your home is so nice. Mm -hmm. And just like giving yourself the grace that like you probably will be interrupted. And this is like something that I've had to deal with too is just like when my son is around and I'm trying to get a workout in, like I know that it's not going to be a perfect workout. It's not going to be like uninterrupted. So just going in with that mindset of like, you know what? it's going to look how it's going to look and I'm just going to do what I can. And that's, that's going to be good enough. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Just being okay with being imperfect. I think like just goes a long way. 
um, or like still acknowledging the win of like, even if you didn't do the full workout that it's still more than no workout, I think is also like a good thing to cue. It's like, you know, it still counts. It still mm-hmm. is, it still is progress. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to, I think we're on the sixth one of seven. So the next tip we have, or the next reason to lift weights is improved self-confidence. And We've already kind of touched on this, so I'll try to bring up some new points because it highly relates to number one. But yeah, if anything, this one will probably just be more of a summary of what we've talked about so far. But it is something that is just for you, that you can see that progress over time. Um, motherhood is tough. Like it, I'm not saying it's tough all the time, but I think as we kind of stated in the beginning today, it's like hard to see that immediate progress in other areas of your life when you can, you have those days where you're just like feeling defeated, like nothing's lining up, like kids are crazy, um, just like things are falling apart. But like, if you can have that inner confidence and know that you're progressing in something and giving yourself that time and that space and that sort of like a gift to yourself, um, that self-confidence is going to come through. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what we talked about already. So I don't know if you have anything to add no. to the topic, but yeah, no, that was great. No, I think like just being able to like improving self-confidence is super valuable, even just like as a mom or like whatever else you want to do in your life. Um, and that, you know, yeah, like kind of like we said, like being a mom is stressful, but like being able to improve that self-confidence does, does help that. So yeah, no, I, I just fully agree with what you said. Excellent. All right. Why don't you go ahead and take number seven? Yeah. So number seven. Okay. This one I think is like underrated and I get to see this as like a coach to helping women come stronger, which is cool, which is, um, when mom works out, um, the daughter notices and also feels like she can lift weights too, which I think is valuable. So like I had a, I had a past client who, um, she would work out while like kind of keeping an eye on her kid and her kid would start like copying her and like doing some of the exercises and like, it was, it was adorable and it was like super cool. But, you know, I think a lot of women, they get into strength training later in life and it's not necessarily something they grow up with and they, they almost have to like be convinced it's for them too. Whereas like, I don't think guys, guys don't really have that challenge. Um, and what's cool about like her daughter is that her daughter just is going to, you know, she's going to grow up just thinking that like, yeah, like women lift weights, women are strong too. Like it's not something that she has to like overcome or feel like it's not something that she has to like learn is actually like, she'll just grow up being like, Oh yeah, my mom lifted weights all the time. Like, you know, like women lift weights, like it's just like a thing that exists. It's not going to be something that she's going to have to learn. So I think like that's like a valuable is that like you really will be an example for like your daughter, which I think is is like is really, really cool. Um, And then she can kind of learn that she can be strong, too. And, you know, like a lot of a lot of kids will mimic their parents and, you know, like being able to and as, as like a disclaimer, um, there's like a concern that lifting weights for kids is unsafe or it's something they shouldn't be doing. Um, kids can lift weights. It's fine. Um, they don't necessarily like, you can't really get them to like follow a program. Like you can't just tell them like, okay, here's three sets of eight, like go have fun, you know? Um, but you know, we have pretty good data at this point that like, it doesn't stun kids growth. There's not like a reason why they can't lift weights. And like, they also lift things in their own life. And it's not like if you, you know, turn a backpack into a dumbbell that suddenly it's unsafe. So I think it's, you know, for, for the moms who are concerned that like, well, won't my kid like get hurt or like, 
Um, kind of the data sports that like the injury rate for kids lifting weights is basically the same as like any other sport. So if you're okay with like your kid playing soccer or hockey or whatever it might be, then like, you know, kids lifting weights, it's different. Um, how you train, I, my youngest client ever was eight years old. Um, and you know, how you train them is different, but there's, there's no like inherent reason why like kids can't lift weights. I love that. Thanks for sharing that research. That's not something that I've really dug into in recent years, but I'm glad that the research is evolving and that kids are able to get involved a little bit more, even if they're not like slamming heavy weights or like doing anything like that. But yeah, but yeah, we can get them involved and be such a role model and all about, you know, training more strong women into being stronger women and like building that through the generations. Um, Mm -hmm. Because like, and I think we're starting to like, get rid of some of those terrible um, like myths and such about like what will happen if women lift weights. It, it's still out there though. And you're it still right. exists, sadly. Yeah, it is. It's still out there. And aside from that, like, yeah, teaching your kids, your daughter, whoever to grow up in that environment, just creating that culture of health and that culture of wellness and strength within your family is so so important and i know that that's a big driver for a lot of moms as well is just like having those habits having them their kids see them work out and that's kind of another thing too is like we always think we need alone time or like free time to work out strength train in order for it to be effective and we've touched on it a little bit already but i just want to encourage you that like if you are not finding a ton of time in your day like sometimes if if you're a stay-at-home mom and you have one kid or multiple kids like you just between nap schedules and feeding them and keeping up like you just may not have a ton of time and sometimes you just can't wake up early or stay up late because you're wiped out so i just want to encourage you that like allowing them to allowing your kids to see you exercise and like getting them involved in small ways is huge and it goes also goes back to like expecting those interruptions like it's going to happen but the payoff is so great because you get that that time and space and you get to boost your energy and they also get to see you so like just maybe setting them up with like a little activity like a safe activity like they're doing puzzles or coloring or something or the baby is in the bouncer while you're moving your body like those can go a long way and can certainly be done yeah and kids kids just absorb things like a sponge too is that like it's like it's really like you know if you're working out and like you're you're setting that example like they're gonna notice like even if you don't think they're like looking at you or whatever like it's gonna you know kids like especially like the younger they are like the more they just absorb about like everything in the world mostly because they don't know a lot yet and are picking up all the things but like it's it's you know they're definitely gonna see you as like an example and so like your kids seeing you work out like like has some value for sure love it love it Awesome. Well, I'll go ahead. Those are seven points. I'll just summarize those again. Um, The first one was the feeling of being strong, really cultivating that confidence. Second was assisting in that postpartum recovery, setting yourself up for a really strong base of strength to add on to, whether that should be 
further strength training and like increasing the weight you lift or whether that's adding in high impact activities, like that's the first step. Um, keeping up with your kiddos is another one in the activities of daily life of motherhood without pain and exhaustion. I'm just gonna pair those together because they are very similar. Um, stress relief, allowing yourself that space, whether that's 15 minute pockets, whether that's an hour pocket, whatever that looks like for you, just giving yourself that time to give yourself that gift of, of space and, and movement. Um, next one was improved self-confidence. Of course, we've touched on that quite a bit. And then lastly, the mom can show their daughter, their kids that women are strong and really cultivate that culture of health within the family. So what do you think, Mark? Do you have anything else to add for anybody listening? Yeah, um, I think, you know, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I think like being okay with not getting it all perfect is valuable. Um, especially for strength training where there's a lot of like new movements and like, you know, it's okay if you don't have the perfect hip hinge or the perfect squat out of the gate, you know, these are all things that like we all had to learn and like pick up as a skill set, and you'll get better with time, but it's okay if, you know, those couple workouts that you're, you know, or even like for months or whatever it might be that like, it doesn't look perfect. Like that's fine. You know, the, the goal is progress over like perfection. Um, so I think that's something that's like worth mentioning. Um, and like one thing I always like to make, you know, if anybody has any questions, but anything that like I've said here, like feel free to reach out, send me a message. Like I'm happy to clarify anything that you weren't too sure of, or like you just have more questions about like, you know, uh, messages are open. Feel free to like, let me know if there's any like questions that may have come out of this. Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find you. For sure. So there's a few places. So I am on Instagram and TikTok. If you're into TikTok now, it's um, at Training Strong Women. Um, it's got a you know photo of me in it, so you'll know it's who it is. Um, I have a podcast as well called the Who's Lifting Today podcast, where like I help um, mostly like new lifters like get into strength training. Like, what do we get them focused on? How they can you know realize how strong they are. Um, that's on pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, you know, it's Apple, Spotify, Google podcasts, you know, kind of across the board. Um, yeah, I think those are like the, those are the main ones. Those are like the, the big three that I'm on. Awesome. Well, I'll get those links from you and get those in the show notes. That way people can easily find you and follow you and learn more about what you do in the strength world. So thank you so much for being on the show today. No, thanks for having me. This was fun. And that's a wrap, Mama. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Strong Mama podcast. If this show has served you in some way, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head to strongmamawellnessco.com for more free resources and opportunities for us to work together. Until next time, keep moving.